The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? going on listeners um we're back for another episode of this thing we call the wrestlecast um i can't wait to talk about what happened this week in progress let's get it it's a celebration bitches because we got the chairman here helping us celebrate nine years it's none other than mr classic materia the uh, original originated the original don dada of the cspn so he is here to celebrate with us what's going on chairman uh what up what up thank you don thank you uh most underscore reese for having me on and of course to everyone that's uh to the long time listeners i want to say bye week ground i week ninny bomb uh that is reading <laughs> you know i always come in with that um, and I have uh, not only the privilege of coming on to help celebrate nine years, but I have a special uh, announcement. As as the chairman or the former chairman, I ain't the chairman no more. Don, you're actually the chairman now. But uh, as the I guess the forever chairman or the legacy chairman, I do uh, want to come on and shake things up a little bit. And I do have a special announcement. Um, so uh, is the floor mine? Can I? Uh, oh, yeah. Get it? That's all you. All right. Okay, well, two things. One, um, uh, and for those that are not seeing video, I have a backdrop behind me of the poster. But the, the since I left podcasting and the CSPN and Rasslecast and all of that, um, I've become a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independents, um, mostly in like the DC area, DMV. Um, and, you know, I did a first show in Jersey, but uh, if anyone's in the D.C. area immediate and that's listening to this, um, Fight Club Pro Wrestling has got a show this coming Sunday, uh, October 15th. It's out in Chevrolet, Maryland. Um, it's called Thriller, like Michael Jackson's Thriller. We have a stacked card. Uh, I will be re-announcing that entire show. We've got the uh, tag matches, singles matches. Uh, we have a uh, six-person ladder match for the Chocolate City Championship, uh, where Andino, the champion, has to fight against six other guy, five other people for his belt. And then we have a three-way match for the Pan-African World Diaspora Wrestling Championship, where uh, the champion, who's Trish Adora, has to defend both against Sugar Dunkerton who you might know as Pineapple Pete from AEW and Darius Carter, uh, who uh, 
Trish fought to a um, time limit draw in the elimination or the last fighter standing match the last show. So, again, a great stacked card Sunday. Uh, doors open at 5. Bell time is 6 p.m. Sunday, October 15th. Uh, so check them out. Um, but the second announcement I have, uh, and it's a little bit of story time because uh, for those of you that listen to the WrestleCast, maybe for the first time or the third time, or if you've been listening for a long time, you know that nine years of this podcast is an achievement. It's an accomplishment um, that nothing, something we don't take lightly because the Rascalcast had had other iterations before that nine years uh, where it started off really with me having a podcast and thinking, you know, a regular podcast and thinking I need a wrestling show and I don't want to just do a wrestling show. I want to do play by play and I'm tired of Michael Cole and his commentary. <laughs> I want to come on and just do my own commentary while watching Raw or SmackDown or TNA at the time. And it grew from there. Where you know Don came along, uh, Sam came along, Brandon Murphy, a few other OGs came along and kind of helped me with that. You know, it, it seemed like a fool's errand. Like, oh, why am I doing this? Two hours, three hours of wrestling. I'm sitting there recording this, um, but people started following it, and you know, it it kind of died down. But I always wanted to bring it back, and so we brought it back nine years ago with our core three of uh, Don DeLorente. Uh, Samuel Kalunga and uh, Magnum Prime or AKA Greg um, that went pretty steady for a few, you know, basically for a couple of years until about episode 32, I want to say, or 33, 36, uh, where we brought in the SmackDown correspondent, Miss Didi Janae. And that also transformed the show. We've had guest hosts and guests along the way, including, of course, Moto underscore Reese, uh, I Walk Less. We've started to build a community, and it really started to jump off when we had the hashtags and the live tweets, broadcasts, SmackDown Matters, NXT Cast. And so now I look as a fan, as a listener, and WrestleCast as a thriving community. You, you guys are everywhere. You're all over the place. And it's not just the WrestleCast, but pro wrestling podcasts that cover wrestling from a perspective of color, from a black perspective, that was important. So I see a lot of peers of yours. I've been on some shows with some others, you know, like black wrestling. And I realize how important it is that what, what the work that we did and the work that you guys do, um, Having said that, we also established a WrestleCast Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, we started to honor some black wrestlers or just wrestlers that were kind of unsung that didn't get their chance to shine because of whatever WWE Hall of Fame had their limitations or they weren't in WWE. So we, we inducted some of our own people, um, our own, own favorites into the WrestleCast Hall of Fame. Um, so having said all that, as someone who I would think is kind of the caretaker and steward of, uh, you know, our tradition as the WrestleCast and the WrestleCast family, I want to, um, you know, it's my honor actually to announce that today uh, we will be inducting into the WrestleCast Hall of Fame our new original four. That is Samuel Kalunga, uh, Greg, a.k.a. Magna Prime. Miss Didi Janae and yourself, Don DeLorente, you are all going to be inducted into the WrestleCast Hall of Fame uh, as of today. 
man. Thank you. I announced that. I wanted to come on and say that and make sure that that's official. It's on wax. You can't change it. You can't take it back. And uh, if we got to make some plaques and send them to you, we will. But um, you guys have revitalized, you know, the WrestleCast. You held it down and you basically helped build it to the you know the monster that it is today whereas we have great host guests and a great sort of structure but without the four of you sort of putting in the work it wouldn't be where it is and i want to make sure we honor that so the wrestlecast hall of fame will be coming back i don't know if we'll have a ceremony or a show or something but <laughs> i want to basically put that out there that you guys are in the wrestlecast hall of fame so congratulations hey, that's great Congrats, Don. Oh, great. Thank you. I have to uh, accept this on behalf of my my other three core hosts that helped me establish this. Um, lots of time and hours spent watching oh, this product that at yep. some times was not very good. So, listen, I definitely have uh, a lot of love and just uh, admiration for everybody who's ever been a part of this show and uh, giving me their time and their efforts and uh, I appreciate that um, that that gesture classics uh, very humbling thank you well, well it's it's my honor and my pleasure to do that um, yeah, it's something that's been in my pocket for a while like oh you know if I ever come back I want to make sure you know and I was going to wait till Wrestlemania weekend but <clears throat> You know, God willing, knock on wood, I might be working that weekend, hopefully. So, uh, <laughs> okay, you're going to be out in the battle. Well, that's really, yeah. Yo, listen, yeah. the WrestleMania yeah. comes to town. Everybody else mm-hmm. going to follow it, too. <laughs> yeah, a lot of shows <laughs> happening up there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so as as we continue to grow and develop and everything, and I'm proud of our WrestleCast alumni, people that have come through here and, you know, kind of going on to do great things and keeping, uh, you know, an eye, uh, very much an eye on them. But I'm also happy for the uh, host and the people that we have on, you know, that, that run through here now. You know, I hear I hear them, uh, of course, uh, Semi and, um, you know, the, a few of the others. Uh, you got to help me out here. But uh, to the max, of course. Jay to the max. How can I forget her? Of course. Yeah. And, you know, so a, a few uh, it, I, I listen every now and then I'm just like, yeah, we are going, we are rolling, you know, so uh, and then and, 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 and you're keeping up with the product, which is important, you know, because I mean, you try to listen to an old show it's a lot of old news happening. But, you know, the yeah, the business keeps changing and, uh, you know, you guys continue to change with it. So, you know, keep doing what you do. Yeah, to, you know, it was basically, you know, just coming on, you know, being as a fan. You know, listening, you know, and just remember the old format and how we shaped it up now. It's just, we came a long way. And it's always just, it was always fun, you know, listening. And then I had to threaten to get, I had to threaten, I said, if I don't get to get on this show, it's going to be a problem. And then, don't hit me up. And was like, you know, you want to come on? They came, had my first episode on. The next thing you know, I get, you know, a random text or DM saying, hey, you able to jump on? I'm like, yeah, you know, I cop one for y'all <laughs> anytime. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I get hit with the announcement. Yeah, so Lauren score Reese going to be doing the broadcast. I was like, wait a minute. No conversation beforehand. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm recruiting you. I was like, all right. I was like, you're in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's been a great show. Like, I loved what the vision was, you know, and you know, I'm glad to be along for the ride. You know, it's just been, it's like I said, just 
just checking in, seeing things, having old school memories pop up. I'm like, man, it just it's like that you unlock that part of your memory museum when it comes to wrestling, and it's like everything's come flooding out. Uh-huh. So thank you yeah. once again. Um, Dawn, congratulations. You know, you definitely held us down a lot. You know, even, you know, we even had to, you know, make changes and stuff because you had to work or other things was coming up. <clears throat> we made things work and we had some great shows and glad to be a part of the ride. Glad to see you going to the WrestleCast Hall of Fame. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank but you. Who will induct you? That's the thing we want to know. <laughs> Who's going to induct you, sir? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I have to I have to think about that. Uh, I have to think about that. Um, just like I said, just again, just thankful that we were able to find a lane and create a spot for people to have a place to share their commentary with color, to interact with us, to talk about wrestling the way that we talk about wrestling, to to express the concerns and the and the things that we care about, and to give people a platform to express their ideas and so it's it's just been nothing but rewarding um even when the product itself isn't that great the fun is had here on the show uh, regardless so i can say that i've looked forward to yeah it's like you know we mean the hashtag like the hashtag like the show ain't good but we can always just find something fun just to do, make fun of something like that. We'll see a, a sign of the audience. We'll notice some kind of just gesture somebody made in the rain. You know, it's always just something, you know, if we couldn't get good action, you know, good creative or that like that. We, we could find something creative that, you know, that help us, um, you know, do a show or something like that. Yeah, yeah, man. We, we've, uh, we've outlasted Vince McMahon. I think we've accomplished something. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Man probably sitting here like super. <laughs> he gonna he gonna stick around and Ari Emmanuel's like no sir. <laughs> if you sold it to me, I got, I got the controlling. <laughs> you control. Yeah, he couldn't even make his Hall of Fame, and we got the you know four four um, individuals that yeah that contributed to our show in our Hall of Fame already. So take right that exactly. <laughs> So yeah. and the Spanish announce table too. Shout out to that Hall of Fame. <laughs> We're going to get into uh, fast lane from this past uh, Saturday. Thank you to everybody who used the hashtag cast in the fast lane and shared their commentary with color with us. Uh, we started out with Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso defeating the Je- the Judgment Day Finn Balor and Damian Priest when Cody hit the crossroads on Finn Balor to become the new undisputed tag team champions so uh if you was watching collision uh, yeah they made you turn that off real fast <laughs> listen they they had that title change first right and then like all of a sudden the next thing you know you see this title change happen like wow two title changes on two different shows on one night what are the odds <laughs> <laughs> somebody was watching the other show i'm sure Right. Like, we're doing this on the fly. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the tag team with Cody and Jay in this particular matchup here? Cody and Jay, you know, Dave, if you look at their legacy, um, you know, who, who their fathers were and everything and what they've done in the wrestling business, you know, it's just kind of surreal. You know, Jay, you know, Jay, we always know the season in the tag team with Jimmy. And this is the first time we've seen him stepping out 
doing something with someone else, you know, doing like doing creating a legacy with some you know with someone else. And I'm liking what they're doing and everything. You know, it's <laughs> Kind of like Triple H said, you know, get jumping in the hand, but he said he called them the odd couple. And I'm like, that's very odd, but they make it work. They definitely make it work. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You would think Cody being in a tag team would be a step down considering he's in a main event and everything, but uh, who better to do it with than, you know, main event Jay Uso, who, you know, is probably one of the most experienced uh, tag team wrestlers to, you know, kind of bring him along. Um, you know, Cody's not a, not a neophyte in his own right in tag team wrestling, but you know, it kind of is a change of pace for him. Um, but their styles tend to, you know, complement each other. Uh, you know, they get a huge reaction from the crowd, and that that co that combined finisher they have uh, is is just intense. So I mean, they they're gonna they're gonna you know turn a lot of heads continue to sort of uh they might be like kind of the main draw of the shows that they're on yeah yep who was your producer oh goodness gracious had a bunch of tag team matches on this card uh i'm gonna say because cody was in it michael hayes you are wrong sir this was this was jamie noble Jamie Noble. Okay, all right. See, I would, I would, I would have picked Shane Helms, so I would have been wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> we got the LWO defeating Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Carlito, he's the mystery partner. He hits the backstabber to Montez Ford, and he gets the pin for the LWO. So apparently, he'd been signed since July. But with the merger and everything waiting to go through, uh, he was just put on ice. But they found a way to bring him out. He looks good. Apparently, he's going to be on SmackDown. Yep, he's definitely on um, on SmackDown. Brady announced it. Well, they announced it, but it was a couple of wrestling sites picked it up and said, you know, Carlitos um, on the SmackDown roster. I said, well, you know, we had to wait for that merger. I guess we had to wait for the merger to go through because he's just been he was just on ice. Ever since, um, what was that um, in Puerto Rico? Oh, um, golly, I forgot what the pay per view was, but yes, um, yeah, it was that um, the pay per view in Puerto Rico. That's what they they, they had. Um, that's what he had made. He made his return. They was talking about how he canceled. He was canceling all his um, mm-hmm. his bookings and everything, and so. Next thing you know, we was like, okay, so when's he going? It's going to produce him. Is he going to be? Um, it was um, backlash. It was backlash. Okay, okay. Yeah, but it was that was backlash. Yeah. Um, no, not. Yeah, it was backlash. Yeah. So um, that's what, yeah, that was after WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There we got it. Yeah. So um, nigga, was they were saying it was like out the. I guess like they were like taking the pay per views out the U.S. and everything, but yeah, so it's good to see him back. You know, a lot of people was alluding to, um, you know, having seen the backstage. They was like, remember he tried to get Cena stab, Cena stab at the nightclub, and I was like, oh. These was to say, wrestling fans um, have you know long memories, and we remember a lot of things. <laughs> we don't think we don't, we might not remember, but. That's what we do. We got EO Sky 
retaining the women's SmackDown Championship. I could never remember the name of that title. Over Charlotte and Asuka when she hit the over the moon salt to Charlotte. There was a Bailey distraction that didn't allow the ref to see Asuka's happen to the figure eight. And while she had the figure eight applied, Asuka hit the over the moon salt to Charlotte for the pin. Yeah, that referee was distracted. Hey, give him a distracted finish. <laughs> um, Charlotte took the pin. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of people was was talking about that. Didn't see that coming, but that's good though. Yeah. Oh, I- Anytime Charlotte's involved in a, any kind of match, a title match or of any kind, the assumption is, oh, well, she's going to she's gonna get the title put on her uh, so she can continue to, you know, meet and exceed Ric Flair's record, uh, you know, over that 16 times. Um, but it's not a foregone conclusion. And, uh, you know, Charlotte's also, you know, uh, a student of the business. So she understands that, you know, that, keeping it on EO Sky is actually going to improve things overall. And, you know, there's time down the line for her to get another title opportunity. Um, the uh, I guess we'll save that for the moments of news segment because uh, there's a there's a certain uh, princess that uh, wrapped up her dates and looks like she's going to be sailing the seas coming back. Yeah. Real quick, John, who's your producer for the LWO and versus Lashley and Street Profits? Jason Jordan. Okay, you got that one. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now with the EO, Charlotte, and Austin, you have two producers. Okay. Um, Let's go with Tyson Kidd and Petey Williams. All right, I knew you were going to get one of the two, um, Petey Williams. Um, other one is Kenny Dome, aka Kenny Dykstra, aka Kenny from the Spirit Squad. Wow. It's amazing how many people they got backstage that, like, you wouldn't think of that would be in that room. Ex- listen, exactly. <laughs> we got John Cena and LA Knight defeating Solo. And Jimmy Uso with the blunt force trauma to Jimmy Uso. Uh, they used the Rock and Roll Express playbook for this match. Mm-hmm. John Cena just got the hell beat out of him for like 12 minutes. Yeah. Hot tag to LA Knight. Bada bing, bada boom. Blunt force trauma. Get in, get out. Um, anything special to show and add about this one? I just thought it was uh, John Cena getting a rub from L.A. Knight. That's how it looked to me. Yeah, you know, he was, John Cena was paying the, the face in Pearl. And, you know, when L.A. Knight got the hot tag, the crowd went wild. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, and it was like at the end, you know, you see John Cena wanting to raise L.A. Knight's hand. L.A. Knight's like, no, let me raise your hand. So it's like, Paying homage to those who came before you. In the main event, Seth Rollins. Hold on, dog. Who's your producer? Oh, 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 John Cena match. Um, that's probably where Michael Hayes was working right there. Yep, yep. Yes, you're correct. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> <laughs> See, with these shorter cards, I got a greater chance to get some of them right. Yep. <laughs> 
Seth Rollins, he retained the uh, world championship over Shinsuke Nakamura uh, when Nakamura could not answer the 10 count. Seth hit a falcon arrow through a table and beat Nakamura to his feet to retain the title. Mm. This was what, like 40 minutes? Oh, they went. <laughs> they, they definitely got some time. I thought the red mist was kind of cool because it made it look like Seth was bleeding without him really being bleeding. So I was pretty smart. Mm-hmm. They took some pretty high risk in this. The uh, He pushed him off of the the balcony or whatever that one time. Just doing a lot of things to try to, you know, the story of Nakamura trying to cripple this man uh, throughout. So I thought that was good. All right, who was your producer? You have you have two on this one as well. Um, main event, Seth. See, I don't know if Seth has like a personal. Let me go, Adam Pierce and Shane Helms. You got one of the two right, Shane Helms. The other one was Chris Park. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, yeah, the last man standing aspect of it. You got some hardcore elements in there. Right. Yeah, okay. You know, Abyss, he was Abyss in TNA. (laughs) Um, Some of the other things that happened on the show, Jade Cargill (laughs) debuted on the kickoff show. She pulled up, stepped out of the big truck, silver uh, Millennium Tour. Uh, outfit. <laughs> she was going to go see Renaissance tour. Excuse me. Uh, but she was going to go see Beyonce with the outfit she had. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, we saw them boots. We saw a silver. We know who who it was. What no? What no secret? Um, they did a Pizza Hut ad with Wade Booker T and Xavier Woods. Um, which ended with uh, after the LWO match with Xavier Woods delivering a pizza to the uh, commentary desk and the old school Pizza Hut satin jackets. If you're a kid of the 80s, you remember those. Uh, L.A. Knight, he arrived to the building in a Slim Jim racing car. It looked like a Z. Yeah. So it looked like. Uh, we were in Indianapolis for Fast Lane, so Pat McAfee showed up in the building to cut a promo on how the crowd in Indy always brings the energy, and then he did commentary during the Bloodline versus uh, Cena and LA Knight match. Uh, Damian Priest, he wanted to cash in the Money in the Bank uh, contract, but Rhea Ripley says that he was too banged up and wouldn't let him. Basically, he told him to ice up, son, and... Uh, wait for another time and the Indiana Hoosiers football team is here including Declan McMahon Shane McMahon's son Vince's grandson in the front row with the uh, WWE team authentic title so those are kind of some of the other things that happened outside of the wrestling matches anything stand out Mo? um no, it was, just, it was just, you know, decent, you know, pay-per-view, you know, killing time in between with what was going on um, in between the, the pay-per-views and everything. Um, you know, 
it's interesting that they they showcased um Shane's son and a lot of people speculating is he gonna come into the family business because you know if you play football kind of a lead way into the um into the into the family business. So we'll have to see what's going we'll go down with that. Classic. Anything that you'd like to add about uh, Fastlane or what you got to see of it? Um, I I like what they did with Nakamura. This whole um, thing of turning him heel and you know having that angle with Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins has really elevated him. I mean, he's always been main event status, but you can't think of him as anything but now. Uh, uh, you know, a title contender, someone you know you could have a great program with. Um, and I think they're going to do a lot of great things with him. Um, the show overall was pretty good, you know, and as far as like, um, yeah, uh, Shane's son, uh, Vince's grandson, he's kind of a spitting image of his grandfather. Um, hopefully he majors in some kind of business management or something, uh, so that when he does come, come into the business, whether it's, you know, in front of the camera or behind the camera, he can actually contribute, um, if he decides to do that, like his father, he might have other ambitions. So who knows? Yeah, I thought it was a very good uh, pay-per-view. It was a very interesting pay-per-view from WWE perspective because they had so many tag team matches on the card, and that's something that you rarely, rarely, rarely see, especially when Vince was definitely in charge of creative and, and having the last say that you didn't see a lot of, but they kind of used that New Japan tactic of building up more matches by using tag team matches. So I thought that was pretty good, especially for kind of B-level pay-per-view like this where we're still kind of ways away. We got... Uh, Crown Jewel coming up in November plus Survivor Series 2 so they couldn't give you too much uh, with this Fastlane pay-per-view but they they fulfilled their obligations and as far as it was, you know, bell to bell and ring goes, WWE is always solid so uh, I enjoyed it and uh, so definitely uh, give it two thumbs up and again, thanks to everybody who used the hashtag cast in the Fastlane and share their commentary with color with us Always entertaining, always a highlight. Turn it. Well, all right. At this point, Mister Classic Materia, he's got to uh, uh, go fulfill his other obligations at this time. So we're gonna let him give us his shout outs and thank yous. And once again, thank him for joining us and bestowing that wonderful honor upon uh, Greg, Sam, Miss Didi, and myself. All right. Well, definitely. First off, I want to you know uh, shout you guys out, uh, Greg, Sam, Didi, and Don. Um, you know, you guys have been very special to the Rasslecast, to um, you know, sort of uh, keeping that brand going, keeping the CSPN going over the years. Um, so I, I have a really uh, a lot of gratitude to you, as do the listeners and the fans that have uh, been listening over the years uh, for the influence that you've had, for the things you continue to do with the hashtags, with the reviews, with the shows, with the parting promos. Don, uh, you still keeping that popping. So I, I appreciate that, that, that I really pop for that every time I hear those. Um, also, so, you know, you, you guys deserve to be in that hall of fame amongst uh, those luminaries as the first ever podcast contributors. Um, I'm not even in the hall of fame. I'll probably get there one day, but, uh, <laughs> you guys deserve it more than anything. Um, 
Shout out to Mo to the underscore Reese. Continue to be steady. Uh, continue that broadcast report that are, uh, and uh, continue to be a solid part of the CSPN and the WrestleCast family. You've always been part of family. So, you know, appreciate you. Um, I also want to shout out everyone that contributes to the WrestleCast, the WrestleCast family, the WrestleCast crew, uh, WrestleCast universe, nation, however you going to call it. Um, you know, so semi J to the max. Um, it's Terry's boy. I got yeah, Terry's boy. Uh, there's yep. a few others, you know, I try to keep up with. But, uh, you know, I, I see what y'all do up there. Uh, I check in on the hashtags. You guys are, you know, rocking and rolling, continue to do great things. Um, shout out to the CSPN family, Combo Chronicles. Um, shout out, of course, to um, Mel. Mel uh, always gets shouts out uh, at my co-founder at the CSPN Media um, shout out to the original three, uh, myself, Tim Dog, 98, and Eclectic. Shout out to Brandon Murphy, who um, let Kevin Federline into the WrestleCast Hall of Fame. I will never forgive him for that. <laughs> um, shout out to uh, Keith Holt Jr., Keisha Holt, and the Ringtime uh, you know, po- Pro Wrestling uh, Podcast. Um, and uh, I guess most importantly, shout out to uh, the, the listeners and shout out to my lovely fiance, Ashley, who was... Uh, you know, putting up with me, uh, coming back to podcasting, if, uh, if not for one night. Um, and uh, keep up with me. Check me out uh, on uh, all social media platforms. I'm OJ underscore purple stuff. I do ring announcing for pro wrestling uh, in my part time. So check out some of the shows I'm doing, including Thriller um, in Chevrolet, Maryland on uh, Sunday, October 15th. And uh, keep looking for me out there. I will be keeping an eye on all, all of you. So, uh Keep an eye on me and, uh, you know, we'll continue to do great things together. Uh, CSPN and WrestleCast always have a great uh, special place in my heart. So I'm glad to, to see you all going. And I'm very proud of each and every one of you that's involved. All right, man. Thank you for making some time to come through. Grace us with their presence. And you know that we always, always have love for the chairman. And anytime you want to jump on, man, just hit us up and you know that space will be made for you. Yeah, I'll be back to uh, shake things up with a draft one day or something like that. Who knows? <laughs> uh, or, or, or call the El Dandy Classic or something like that. <laughs> well, thanks. So, thanks for having me, guys. Man, we appreciate you. No problem. Take care. All right, me and Mo to the underscore Reese. We're going to transition into the Monday Night Raw portion of the WrestleCast. So, um, same format we're going to do the matches first and then we'll kind of fill in the blanks with kind of the things that happen in talking segments and everything we had Ivar defeating Kofi Kingston in the Vikings rules match with the big moonsault Uh, they really been giving Ivar the singles push and uh, I think it's working out man and people have really been into these matches uh, with him and Kofi He's had some some great matches with um, Xavier and Kofi over the past couple weeks so I think yeah and it's like and and we'll talk about this later as to why this may be happening because a lot has well this episode a lot has definitely came to came to light and we're definitely seeing something a change happening in front of our eyes right Raquel Rodriguez she got the win over Nia Jax via disqualification where Rhea Ripley interfered. Uh, basically, uh, Rhea came in through um, <laughs> Raquel out of the way so she could attack Nia. Um, after the match, Rhea, she knocked 
she kicked Nia Jax down but gets jumped by Raquel. Shayna Baszler then runs in, goes after Nia, but Rhea breaks that up. She yells at Shayna Baszler. Shayna drops Rhea with a German suplex and a running knee as Nia Jax bails out of the ring. So, good little brawl here between these four women as they kind of continue what they've been doing for the past couple of weeks with those four. Um, Bronson Reed. He defeated Ricochet and Chad Gable. Uh, he hit the tsunami to Ricochet and Bronson Reed. He earned a shot at the Intercontinental title against Gunther. You know, I know one part of our family who's going to be real happy to see that match. <laughs> yeah, um, that's going to be one of her Bay watches, though, because it's fave against fave. Right, but you know who she, she definitely, who she favors more. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, I, said, I said, I was like, you know what? I said, if he wins, I said, send me a way to contain herself. She's going to probably go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's always, but like I said, we just see the, the changes being made. So, because if this was Vince, he wouldn't have won that match. He probably wouldn't even in, in that triple threat for that match. Right, right. Drew McIntyre. He got the win over J.D. McDonough via the Claymore. So, J.D. McDonough continues to uh, to not prove himself when it comes to uh, bloodline business. And, uh, no, you mean Judgment Day. I mean, excuse me, Judgment Day business. Yes, thank you. And, uh, yeah, so he, he has another failure. Uh, he failed big – oh, forgot to mention, he failed big time uh, during the tag team match where he interfered and went to use the briefcase and ended up hitting Damian oh, Priest in the bad knee. So that started right. out his, uh, his, his run of bad luck. You know, it's funny, you know, when we first saw the match, he had him – Hemmed up. <laughs> <laughs> my was asking, man, but he had that man hemmed up. But we'll, we'll get to that part, but it was, that was just funny right there. <laughs> Becky Lynch, she retained the NXT women's title with a win over Tegan Knox via the disarm her. Uh, good match. Tegan Knox definitely getting a chance to show uh, what she can do. And Becky mm-hmm. Lynch taking the open challenge concept. Uh, with the NXT Women's Title giving people opportunities that normally wouldn't get them, so nothing to complain about here. I thought this was very solid. Yeah, it was a um, definitely a solid match, and they um, had a little um, vignette, you know, talk about you know her, um, yeah, her NXT and setbacks. Yeah, you know, it was always just. She got hurt, and it was just like, oh, man. It was just like, what's, what's going on? <laughs> Her and Dakota Kai have very similar stories. Bruh. It, that, man, when Dakota got hurt, was getting hurt, we were just like, yeah, because it, it kept stopping her from getting a title when she was probably in line for it. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know... Winning the title of NXT is, it seems like, man, like you think about it for as good as Mickey was there, she never won the title. Right. You know? But you see, me get, if we're making this, they let her come back. Right. When you elevated, you know. All right. Yeah. 
in the main event of Monday Night Raw, Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso, they defeated Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to retain the undisputed titles. They hit the Cody 1D to Kevin Owens. Um, this was set up by Emery promo early in the night where Sammy said that Jay couldn't handle losing to Sammy and Kevin twice. Um, after the match, though, Kevin Owens comes around, shakes Jay Uso's hand, and it looks like he's finally earned his respect. He probably still side eyeing him for a little bit, but he's like, you got my respect for the night, bro. <laughs> Uh, so some of the things that happened uh, outside of the grappling action to start the show Drew McIntyre he came down to challenge Seth Rollins face to face and in the process Damian Priest jumps Seth from behind he calls for the briefcase but Drew stops Dominic when he runs down the aisle and he takes the briefcase and throws it back up the ramp uh, that allows Seth Rollins to get the upper hand and, and uh, thwart Damian Priest's efforts so uh yeah man he lost that shit. <laughs> you know um he did a, um, a Brock Lesnar <laughs> <laughs> right right uh Shinsuke Nakamura says he has no comment on the last man standing match but he gets jumped from behind by Ricochet and they have a brawl Ricochet said, man, he tired of taking his treatment in front of his. Well, I'm pretty sure Samantha Irvin been giving him that blues at home. About Probably like you on the couch, bro. How these people be just running over him at work and he needs to stand up for himself. Right. Uh, Damian Priest, he yells at J.D. McDonough and the rest of Judgment Day for not having his back out there. Rhea Ripley calms him down because she's just gotten Priest and Finn Balor a rematch for the tag team titles next week. And they say that uh, Damian Priest says J.D. needs to deal with Drew McIntyre. Yeah. He had a man up off the ground (laughs) and his chest. Uh, Seth and Drew, they make the title match official for Crown Jewel, uh, which is taking place next month over in Saudi Arabia. I'll let everybody know what what happened because I know that's the one two times a year. Y'all just totally tune out. Uh, DIY. I watch it. I just watch it on the... Um... I just watch it on the seven seas. <laughs> DIY during their interview time, they get jumped by Imperium and get left laying. In the so, so oh, okay, I'm, I'm sure you're gonna get to it because I have, I, I'm something Mike is is definitely growing within them. Ricochet, he's given a match with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura next week. Falls count anywhere. And uh, if you look back in the background, you saw Drew McIntyre and Rhea Ripley talking to each other. I don't know what that's about. You think? They want to turn the heel. He already like the the seeds are planting for him to turn heel. So you never know. Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae are in Adam Pierce's office when Rhea Ripley comes in to throw them out. She needs to make an example of Shayna Baszler next week, so Adam Pierce needs to make it official. And then we had Natalia 
Caden Carter, hey boo, and Katana Chance consoling Tegan Knox after her loss when Piper Niffin and Chelsea Green come in to mock her. Chelsea Green and Natalie go face to face, Natalia go face to face, excuse me, but Piper Niffin doing a threatening, and so Natty versus Piper is set up for next week. And y'all, they was, um, and you start seeing people who really not getting TV time, getting TV time. Mm-hmm. But that's, what's that telling you, Mo? It's telling you somebody's not backstage, right? Everybody be thinking. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you know, you know when a certain a certain person running creative backstage because you see who's getting booked for TV time and who's actually winning matches and things like that. And the matches that were happening, so. Mm-hmm. Did you know Vince wouldn't have never allowed no three damn tag team matches on one pay per view? Nope. You might have allowed three triple threat matches, but not three tag team matches. Uh-uh. Uh, Drew McIntyre he gets in Jay Uso's face. Jay Uso's ready for the smoke, but Sami Zayn comes in and plays peacemaker. When McIntyre leaves, Jay Uso says he has always appreciated Sammy having his back, but it's go time tonight. And Sammy says he doesn't have to be told twice. They know what's up. And then the final thing that took place outside of uh, the action was we got like a vignette, this long vignette on Ludwig Kaiser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was kind of weird, but all right. Yeah, it was like... Ludwig Kaiser, I was like, are y'all starting, y'all giving him a push? Well, they've been kind of singling him out for the past two months or so. You know, the stuff with um, Maxine and then, you know, him now all of a sudden being the caretaker for uh, Gio. Yeah. So, yeah, they seem to be kind of singling him out. Somebody. And, it was funny. <laughs> and it was funny after that vignette Ed. Kevin um Kevin Owens was like, the hell was that? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that was uh that was all the eventful things that happened on Did you mention um Stephen Drew's interaction backstage and he was like he was telling him about um he was like what he was like Seth was like what's going on? I'm supposed to have my back, you know, and you know, you talking about all this other stuff, he was like, you know, and that's what Drew I think Drew said you know, I say, well, it's not my business. I'm not going to get involved. And Seth was like, oh, I see. It's, you know, it's more convenient. I think they had a little back and forth, and Seth had whispered something to him. Yeah, <laughs> that's when they set up the match for Crown Jewel was all during that yeah. action right there. Yeah. I just cut past all that part. Oh, I was just saying, I was just interested in just how he called him out about, you know, not having his back for real for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that seems to be the storyline for Drew. He ain't got nobody back. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like, why is everybody who had my back? You know, when the, when the bloodline was kicking my rear <laughs> Right. Damn, that was a good ass hit right there. I'm trying to watch the end of this West Virginia uh, Houston game. Hopefully, West Virginia can score a touchdown. But man, that dude just got pie out. <laughs> All right, Mo to the underscore Reese man. Uh, your final thoughts on Monday Night Raw before we turn it over to your Mo Meltzer news segment. Um, I said pretty decent show. All they promoting next week um, was that this was the um, season, it'll be the season premiere of Monday Night Raw. So they they, do, they were promoting that. 
um, throughout the show. The season premiere Monday Night Raw, season premiere Monday Night Raw. So um, that's what they're going for. Yeah, it should be a um, pretty starting Friday. Uh, tomorrow should be a pretty big week for WWE because uh, season premiere of SmackDown, Roman's coming back. Uh, for the first time in a couple of months tomorrow, then they're going to fall in with Raw and NXT again. So it should be the season premiere of that too. So and then that's going to lead into Halloween Havoc. So yeah, a lot of momentum for Halloween Havoc. Yeah, yeah, a lot of momentum for them right now. Well, all right, Mo, at this time, sir, it is time to let us know what's going on behind the scenes in the latest Mo Meltzer news segment. Man, it's been it, it's just been so much going on that you can probably keep up with it. It's a lot First of wrestling, thing. man, and it's a lot of yeah. um, it's a lot of wrestling, and it's a lot of like shows right now. It's just a lot of right. Like, um, so WWE apparently they're not going to resign CM Punk. You know, that's that was for the best. Yeah, so that, that, it, it, I think it is for the best. You know, we don't need to have them you know, keep going back down that road, you know, him bouncing back from company to company just because he can't get his way in everything. So it's like, listen, just they say, you know, we're not going to do it. We're good with the talent we have here. Let's just, um, you know, keep putting on great shows and going forward with the new regime and everything. Now, I wonder if. He came to him and said, let me be an agent. I didn't necessarily want to wrestle. If that would have been a different. I don't, I don't know if he was, how he would have did in an agent role and everything. I mean, I mean we see a lot, how a lot of like wrestlers transition from the agent, from like wrestlers to the agent roles and everything. You know, Arn Edson been doing that for like years. So, you know, it's just. You know, just a way of just, you know, you never know what they how the conversation went. You never know. You know, so we as fans, we just watching and we're just, you know, we're watching and we're just, you know, going off the ride. But, you know, seeing him, we go through what he went through and everything. You know, WWE probably was like talking to some of the top talent. He probably was like, nope. <laughs> we don't want them here. Yeah, uh, I think whether it was Seth, who kind of was the he's the um, you know self proclaimed locker room leader, um, and he was kind of like yo, you know, he'll have to make. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely said he, he said he ain't gonna be able to do that. Shit, pull them stunts here. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, update. West Virginia just scored a miracle touchdown to go up 38-35 with 12 seconds left. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, um, the money did you see, cashing in. Did you see the um, trailer for... Um, Von Eriks? Yeah. Yes, sir. They had it on Good Morning America this morning. Oh, okay. I saw it. I mean, they, it was on... They was, like, talking about it on um, social media, and I, and I was looking at it. Um, but it's going to be a solid movie. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I think it was um, Kevin Von Earth's youngest son Marshall he said that he knew it wasn't 100% accurate because my dad wasn't involved but those of you that know our family know that God played a major role in our story still excited about it and think it can help a lot of people who are suffering from loss and now the wardrobe though 
<laughs> yeah, the uh, the one where they had that Jim Ross in the interview segment where um, David was wearing, where like David was uh, getting ready to wrestle for the championship. That looked really real, except for it wasn't Jim Ross um, holding the microphone. But <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> but uh, other than that, though, you know, yeah, it looked really good. The, um, the wrestling scenes and the way that um, it shot is definitely on point with the way that the old world class used to look. So hopefully, yeah, and, you know, and, you know growing, up, growing up in the 80s and, you know, being able to watch the um, the territories on, you know, on TV and everything, it was you know, definitely Devon Eric's name rang, rang, rang out. And then um, Curry comes to the WWF as the Texas Tornado. And I was like, I said, well, here we go. I said, we got Devon Eric up here in the WWF. But that family been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of tragedy. Yeah. Anyway, it's interesting to see this story, how it plays out. I know a lot of, like, you know, wrestling historians, though, Jim Ross, Brian Lash, when they see it, they're going to definitely have their opinions about it. Oh, you know Cornette and Brian Lash are going to go through that mug with a fine two comb. Right. <laughs> you know that. Well, so, so speaking of which, um, so I was on the Simbog app, and then I looked, I saw that, um, they 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 cause I thought that the Renaissance movie was will be a strictly AMC you know showing, but Cinemark has time for it too. So I got my ticket signed up for the Thursday the Thursday before it debuts. So I'm like, I said, yeah, I'll be there for that one. <laughs> uh, they tried to break the world yesterday with Beyonce showing up to Taylor Swift's joint. Yeah, that's what the, um, they was talking about. They were saying you know the the the, the two girls. They said that um the, the Pop girls together. And I said, "Oh, I didn't even know that that was a thing." But you know, at least it's showing that everybody can they can they can get together. You know, make money, support, be supportive, and just you know, kind of like what the wrestling business company should be doing. You know, mm-hmm. they have they have friends and within the companies and everything. They have people relationships within the companies and everything. So you know, um, it's just. You know, they're, they're supportive. You know, yes, we have to be competitive because we're two different companies, but they are competitive because then you'll, you'll see the tweets and stuff where they were, they were watching, you know, the shows, pay-per-views and everything, or they they heard about those matches. They congratulating the other people in the company and everything. So, you know, it's always love in the rest of business when they, can, they have, like, you know, it's like two, you know, few companies, but, you know, outside of it, you know, you have your friends and stuff in that in that other company everything. Oh yeah, the 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 beef is with the fans. It's not the wrestlers per se as far as the It's always the fans because every time velocity goes. Because <laughs> you, you know, know. around the fans say something and it's like, you know, you can't just sit there and just watch it because somebody, you know, fans get mad and they say Oh my God. Sorry Mo. Houston just threw a Hail Mary and got it. Dang it. Wow. <laughs> y'all have money on that one, so sorry for y'all. <laughs> uh, I have officially had the Scott Van Pelt bad beat. Which channel was it on? Uh, FS1. I said sorry. Sorry for Touchdown y'all. in the last 12 seconds, bro. They said, hey, we're going to pull this out our ass. Oh, my yes. gosh. 
They said we gonna pull this out our ass, and they did that just right. Just did that too. <laughs> they just yeah, they just took. They just took, that's what I get for counting the money before it hit the window. Yep, you went to the pay window too too soon. <laughs> um, let's see what you got going on. Um, so apparently, um, from according to Ari Manuel, that like one of the reasons why TKO stock dropped because Vince wanted to have his input in it as well. So apparently from what was what was said in the interview that Triple H is in charge of the um in charge of the, you know, um the creatives, which is why we got all the the people that we got wrestling and um wrestling and winning on um on Raw's um Monday night. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I've been felt that way since the maybe about two or three weeks before the merger was announced, like, you know, completed rather not announced, but just completed that like, yo, it's different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the IC stuff and Gable and like you said, you started seeing like the Tegan Knotts tees and Becky Lynch coming down to NXT and you know what I'm saying? It's like, this feels different. This doesn't seem like it's being booked by the usual suspect, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, the this past fast lane, it kind of dawned on me like, damn, they had a lot of tag team matches on this pay-per-view. I damn sure don't remember Vince ever booking no this many tag team matches. Right. And, um, and then, like you said, different women um, getting kind of involved. Chelsea Green. Nia Lee approached Becky Lynch. I was like, <laughs> she definitely been on the on the main event on the main event shows and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then I, I like what they've been doing, kind of with the integration of NXT, using NXT as kind of like the well, it's no need to have you come to Raw fucking every week and just sit here so let's send you back down here where you can interact with some of our younger people help them get better and also you know give you something that can help you improve while we're kind of figuring some stuff out still yeah um so have you watched have you watched NXT oh yeah I got I watched it this morning okay so um So apparently there was a report that they said that the, the Velveteen Dream was um Yeah, I heard to be the PC, but he denied that report. He denied that report. He said he wasn't there, so Yeah, they denied it too after yeah. people said he had been there, and then they came out and was like, Nope, he has not been hanging around. So I don't know. Um, Jay Cargill made an appearance on that show. She she came walking with Shawn Michaels. Oh, I said yeah. they like she's looking like money, looking like strawberry ice cream, right? And then she had a, they post, she posted a picture um, with um, Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman had to look like <laughs> <laughs> Paul Heyman had to look like let me. <laughs> he said, "Don't let me get my don't let me get my hands on that. That's it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, they've done a great job with 
the way that they presented her. Um, you know, they haven't really declared where she's going to be. And then they have to show up everywhere. They keep saying, right. Like, they keep saying, like, she's going to be on Raw, but we have, we'll wait until it, it's official. She makes that appearance and she comes, you know, cut that promo. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Brian, um, Brian Pillman Jr.? Um, uh, that was pretty strong, dude. Yeah. It was this is what I'm saying. They did, this is what they didn't do in AEW. They didn't give him a key. He has a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instantly. You already know, you know his backstory, and now you know what his current story is and why he's doing it. Right. That's how, that's how, that was like, and people kept saying, oh, it's, you know, it, this, this, this wasn't good. I'm like, what? I was like, he, they gave him a character. Like, when we watched him at AEW, he was definitely going to Fossey Barnes with um, Griff, with Griff and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, he wasn't really going his way. He was, he um, had uh, like a couple high profile matches, but they building him up. Like, they showed the clips. They show, I mean, they wouldn't show the, the, the old. Um, Bengals clip that his father played, the WCW clips, the WWF clips. So it was like, they did all that. You know, they, they giving him a character. So it's up to him to just take it, um, take it to the next step. Yeah. Yeah. I, I It's going to be fun because I thought that he's got that second generation just innate ability that he don't even know he probably got but he just wasn't in a position where they could teach it and bring it out of him and now you know you go to the performance center you got the best people in the world to help you with your career um i think that this is definitely gonna shoot him up the ranks big time he's gonna be a major part of nxt coming up because you know we're getting to that point where graduation days coming up for some of these people a lot of these people actually so you're going to need those Brian Pillman juniors to come through and kind of reset the NXT here in the next yep. six or eight months you know um, so Cody had also announced that the it was going to be a men's breakout tournament and then the Dusty Road tag team class is coming back so okay. Uh, Big Body Hobby need to be the number one seed in the breakout tournament. He ain't been there for a while. He he might. I mean, if he's in there, okay. But he had a concussion. He had got a concussion. He had got hurt, like a hurt his knee, and was out for a couple of weeks. That wasn't major. Then he got a concussion. So, Ooh. yeah. Oh, we are running. <laughs> oh, we are running for the landlady. Hi. Can't have a celebration and a party of the WrestleCast without the first lady coming in, making an appearance. What's going Did on, Miss Dee Dee Jonay? Oh my God! Hello. Hi, Don. Did she know the news? What news? Tell me. What have I missed? She's been sleeping, so no, she don't know the news. <laughs> All right. So, so, um. So we had Classic on. Um, he joined us and he broke the announcement that um, Don, Sam, Greg, and yourself will be inducted to the WrestleCast Hall of Fame. What? <laughs> wait a minute. So wait, 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 wait. What that mean? Do I get like a bust made out of like, <laughs> you know, like, is it about to be like, 
I can't get the right thought. So, like, is it going to be like Lionel Richie and Hello? Like, is that what we're giving? Like, what does this mean? Get that. That would be classy. I would want that for for myself. Right? Like, the the, uh, whatever we needed to commemorate it, it it would be negotiable if we needed a plaque or a certificate or something. I definitely want the Hello, Lionel Richie, Blind Girl bus. Like, that's what I want. What's yeah. going on with you, Miss Didi? Oh my God, you guys, how have you been? Been fine. Really you fine. know, landladies, I, because I am an ethical landlady, I had to have a real job on the side. You know, I don't just get my money from you all and my rent. So I've been working on that. It worked. You know, the uh, people actually think I'm a good person. I got a raise. We love that for me. No, we love that. We love, love the raise. Is it still, we need to split these bills 2024 or? Oh, listen, I could make 200K. I'm still not full. I'm not doing it. Help me with these bills. <laughs> she said, you helping me with these bills. You, have you been to Costco lately? The shit is not cheap. I need Oh, yes. Nothing's changed. All right. Uh, What do you feel about your show? What do I feel about my show? Um, I'm about to sound like an absentee father. It's it's great. (laughs) They're doing a great job. (laughs) Um, your your band comes back tomorrow, so I heard I heard about that. See, as a real absentee father, I I know the highlights, so I definitely heard about that part. (laughs) Know all about that. I'll be there for that one. I'm you sure know. y'all, you, you and a couple other ladies will be there for that. You know, you got to come when they go to state champion, right? You don't go to all the games, just the one that matter. <laughs> the leader of the Samoa Coalition. Listen. Listen. I'm still plotting on the trip. Me and Jay, we going to go. <laughs> listen, the way Jay be traveling, shoot, I won't be surprised. <laughs> oh, listen. Well, she's she's in... ran into him in the airport, all the traveling she be doing. Facts is facts, because she's not in the country at the moment. Yeah, that's why she's like Roman. I have limited dates. Everybody's like, when are you going to do a SmackDown Matter show? Well, well we can't, because they may be traveling. <laughs> yeah, my star is, uh, is, is not available. Well, listen, maybe she's just out on recruitment. You don't know her life. <laughs> Uh, so just wanted to make sure that we get a chance to talk to you as we celebrate nine years of doing the WrestleCast. Wanted to make sure we caught up with you. Oh, you wow. Grace the airwaves. Did, 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 did he join the game change? The game changed a lot with DD's voice. They just changed. And he was like, that's it. We 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 on a whole brand new level with this one. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I will say I appreciate you all for keeping me company when I had no cable and it was me fighting for my life because I didn't want to watch Scandal. And so SmackDown Matters was the thing that mattered to me on those days because I did not see it from Miss Miss what's her name? Miss Carrie yeah. and Mr. Fitz. Like it was not given. Olivia, that's what I wanted Olivia to say. Fitz, yeah. Olivia and Fitz was not giving me what I needed. What I needed was the Samoans. And so it was just really amazing that through all my shenanigans, I got to be on this show. And the fact that y'all let me just talk 
Even though I don't be knowing half of what I'm talking about, but I said it like I did. No, it is be funny. We could be doing something and then we go off on a whole we or we go off on a whole new tangent. We be we talking about something else. We went two, three different other places. And, and it had- it's like I I used to listen to them back like, why do they let me talk? Like why didn't they cut me off? Like <laughs> We don't cut you off. I mean I mean, we listen to you. We like listen. It's, it's, it's great commentary, no. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I am here for the color commentary with color. It's, it's kind of what I do. Um, but I gotta, yeah, I got to get your thoughts on this because at the time we started this, he was um, low on the totem pole. He was complaining mm-hmm. a lot, and he said, mm-hmm. "You know what?" Who, Sam? No. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My daddy love all these other kids. He don't love me. I'm leaving. Uh huh. Cody Rose. Oh, Cody. Um. And, and now he's done a 180, <laughs> and now he's back. Oh, I will say, I will tell you that the fans are what we call fickle, <laughs> and I never expected the buy-in when he came back to be so all-encompassing because I remember we liked Stardust but he didn't like Stardust and we didn't like Cody all that much but you know he was fine so the fact that he was able to go over to AEW be who he was and then bring that back you know without his wife smart you know he learned um I think that is so I think that's great for him as the son of a black man I love that for him and he and he brought us Jake Cargill and then yes, Cargill to WWE. So well that that I really, really love. I will preemptively with caution because you know black people can't have everything. I I worry that instead of her and Binky being separated or her and Binky being in cahoots, it's gonna be like ride ride black girl. And I don't want that. We can we can wait for like two more three years for that. For the slow burn, slow turn. But I'm happy because they bad bitches and I like to see them winning. Yeah, we need to get Naomi back over here ASAP and then it'll be on and popping. Listen, everything for Naomi. She deserves the world. Maybe that'll make Sasha want to come back if they get them all in there and like they stack the women's division up like that. They gonna have to like put her... (laughs) Give her kind of buy-in on the women's division because everything she said was a problem was a problem, mm-hmm. and so it's like I can't see her or or Naomi coming back when it's like, well, you was right, but we ain't gonna change nothing though. So it's like, well, the fuck, why am I coming back then? No, well, <laughs> like the structure of things may make it better though now since the old man is out of the way. Is he out of the way? I thought he came back. They the merger is official, so they done pushed him out of the way. Yeah, so basically now he can't he can't you know really get his hands on Korea like he wants to. They gave that full power to Triple H. Okay, so there's a merger, there's a divorce, and Triple H is still in charge. Yeah, now I don't know about the divorce per se when it comes to Triple H and his situation. So Triple H definitely shot that rumor down. He he spoke to Kevin Nash and said, you know, Kevin Nash asked him about it. He said, I wish I knew about this before, you know, having to take the kids to um, JV football and cheerleader practice. So, oh, he's trying to be cute about it. Okay, well that's wonderful. I love that for him. 
And it sounds like I'm going to love that for me in the booking of my black faves. So. I mean, separated for years. Oh, yeah. Oh. But they're not putting us in a group chat like Will and Jada. Let me tell you, let me tell you about Will and Jada. People are mad about it, but do you know how lit you got to be to be like, oh, yeah, we've been separated for the better part of a decade, and my husband will still slap hot fire for me. Like, oh, my God. That's a bad bitch. Like, how are you mad? Will slap the fire out you and take and take it what a, a ten year suspension. Listen, he, and what he care for? He already won the Oscar. He don't want to go to that funky ceremony now. Like the fuck? Oh, you won't let me come? Who gives a shit? <laughs> he already got the award. Unless you were gonna do, unless you were gonna be like, never mind, take these backsies on some Milli Vanilli shit. What did he care for? Right. <laughs> he is the winner, baby. Um, anybody else that you've been uh, keeping up with that's been catching your eye in this new version of WWE? Who have I been keeping my eye on? You know, I still do the same thing I always did, which is where I turn it on, and then somehow I'm still not watching it. No, so <laughs> it's like it's a struggle. It's a struggle. It just occurred to me that there's that guy, the crazy guy, Gacy. Joe Gacy. Okay. Is that his real name? No. no. So they named him after a serial killer. WWE is wild. <laughs> they are so wild. I was wondering about that earlier this week. I was like, that, that's the name of a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul Heyman uh, down at NXT hustling, looked like he was trying to recruit Ava to the bloodline. Where she? Oh well. That makes sense. To be, needs to be. As she should be. Mm-hmm. It would be correct. What else have I seen? I have seen... What do you think about it, LA Knight? Um, I do know that um, a lot of the women of the Russell cast enjoy him greatly. Oh, okay. I didn't know he had yeah. shut up the ranks of the Creep cast. Listen, I know things. I'm looking. I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, like, she's, she's been watching... I'm always around. I see the things. She'll, she'll tweet that. Um, she's like, if you mention her, she's like, I'm watching. I keep my eye on the product. <laughs> Listen, I'm here. I'm just not here. <laughs> but I'm here. I'm aware. Like, I'm okay. I joke about being an absentee dad. It's not that. It's more like the grandpa who don't leave the room, but he's always in the house. It's more like that. Like, I'm here. I caught it. I just didn't necessarily see it. Right. But I know about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a good that's a good analogy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I know they like him. I know they like the good LA Knight. I personally am not a fan of who's the baby? Jay Uso? I hate the haircut. Hate the haircut. Yeah, got a big problem with the haircut, but you know that's fine. You feeling? Um, you like him? <laughs> you know I like him thick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and also, you know I like him a little angry. So yeah, sure. Oh, you know what? I have been able to stay awake for uh, AEW a lot better more now. So like, I saw Samoa Joseph in his suit the other day. He had a cigar. I was a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think I'm one week back on that because not to tell you my business, my sleep schedule is trash. So like <laughs> I go to bed from like 2 a.m. to 6.30. I go to work. On my lunch break, I fall asleep. So that's like from 2 to 3. Then I get home and then about from 7 to maybe 8, 9, 9.30, I fall asleep again. And then I can't go to sleep again until 2 a.m. Oh, so it's trash. But during that little block when I'm awake, I can usually like turn on like an AEW episode and be caught up. So that's why I know about Samoa Joseph. And that's why I'm one week back because I always wake up <laughs> after the show's actually gone off. Uh, Swerve Strickland is definitely uh, starting to bubble up over in AEW. They starting to figure out that, damn, y'all got to have one black dude that might be worth keeping right. tuned in for. Swerve Strickland, is he a bad guy? Yes. Then I have seen him. Yes, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. He, um, he's a kill shot from. Um, oh, I love when all the lucha babies come back. It makes my spirit happy. Yes, yes. Well, I'm, I miss lucha underground. Yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody was doing it like that. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, Jesus. So it was like, you know, we can miss them, and they can all come back. You know. <laughs> I mean, what we got to do to get old boy? Not the wrestler. You know who I mean. Oh, Dario Cueto? Yes. I think he's in MLW. I think he does something. If they're still still doing that, then he he should be down there with them. But No, he need to come up here. He don't got to stay, but just like imagine like one good pay-per-view a year. You'd be like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, like if they could get him to host Halloween Havoc, that would listen, work. Li- stamp it, and then bring you know one of them. Then they have like a moose or some shit. Mm-hmm. They had moose, and then they had like somebody who was dressed like a moose. They had a lot of weird shit at Lucha. Yeah, you get one of them weird. Oh, like the demon girl, where's she been at? The one who was dressed like a little. Uh, all of them were dressed like a damn Mortal Kombat character. But the one... I think that's Mariposa? No, you know I don't like her. Okay. Or the other one. They made me uncomfortable. Okay. I, I didn't forget. No, I didn't I like think... him. She was the one... She wasn't a wrestler. She was just a bad bitch. Oh, you're talking about um, uh, Matanza. Not Matanza, but um, uh, the valet. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. Yeah, she's not doing anything anymore. She's not well, even- she should. She should come be cute somewhere. She go to AEW. Mm-hmm. You're right. I, I want my people to work. I like them. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm up. I'm around. I see things. I just don't be remembering, but I saw it. Oh. What have I seen at WWE lately? What What stood out to me? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> uh, well, Mo, we got like 10 minutes, man. You got anything else you want to add on to the Mo Meltzer segment before we well, this one up? Let's, just, let's talk. Um, I'm going to give you the main event card. Okay. Um, Nikki Cross versus Kiana James and Axiom versus Akira Tozawa. Oh, yeah. Kiana James, I'm here for it. I'm I'm ready for Shotzi versus Kiana after what happened on Tuesday. Right. And you know she'll be down there in two weeks for, for Halloween Havoc. So. Yeah, so she can host one week and wrestle one week. 
Were they able to you know, but you know with triple H? What's what's what? Technical difficulties. Okay. Go ahead, Mo. Wrap it up real quick while I still got you. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm I'm good. Oh see, there it is. China technical <laughs> difficulty again. Miss Didi Shane, let's see if we can get you in. Say what? Your your technical difficulty again. Oh no. Which part did you miss? Everything. Do it again. <laughs> All right. Um, that's I was just with the whole main event card or what? Main, no, we got the main event card. Just the shout outs before the tech, oh, just, the grim oh, well, just shout out to um to to the show nine years. Um, shout out to Classic who joined us earlier. Shout out to Didi on the run in. Always love the run ins. I'm Don. We do this almost every week. You know. Thanks for you know allowing me to you know join and climb on board and everything. Shout out to our um, Jade, Simi, Terry's boy, Anwar, um, Miss Jubilant Julep, Mademoiselle, Queen Mount Mindy, Miss V, Miss Ash, um, Colin Wren, Black Marvel, Black Holland, um, and everybody else who's down with us every week. All right, Miss Didi Jonay. Mm. Thank you. Okay, shout out to my ladies of the creep cast. We're always around. We're always here. Always judging our face. Um, shout out to Mo. Of course, shout out to my Sour Patch, Sam. Shout out to Greg. Of course, shout out to you, Don, the best host this side of the Mississippi. What side are we on? Yes, this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> And probably the other side, too, to be quite honest. Um, shout out to Classic for giving me <laughs> the opportunity to get on here and talk my shit all those years ago. And, like, shout out to y'all for always welcoming me back, even though, again, I be on my absentee day of bullshit. I love that the love never changes and that I can always come in and run in whenever you want me to and whenever I want to. It's a beautiful feeling. And hopefully just shout out to everybody in you know, the WrestleCast world where we run deep, we we in these streets, we out here. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who's ever been a part of this WrestleCast programming in any shape, form, or fashion as a guest, as a host, as a contributor, someone who just shared their commentary with color in the hashtags. We greatly appreciate it uh, for these nine years of uh, watching a whole lot of content and then coming on here and talking about it, uh, not knowing if anybody would listen and then being able to see that, yes, people do listen and they do really rock with us and they continue to rock with us all these years later. So it's a great testament to all the people who have helped be a part of this show from Sam and Greg to Miss Didi and Miss Jade and to all the ladies who have appeared on here during our ladies night episodes and everybody who was a guest uh, when we went on a stretch of having guests like every week um, just thank you to everybody for everything that you guys have done all the patrons the people who support us financially 
um, greatly, greatly appreciate each and every one of you uh, from Miss Simi to Miss J to the Max to uh, Anwar Starwin and Terry's boy and Greg and Sam, Didi, Mo, Miss um, Moto. Um, I just think everybody who I've had a chance to contact, be in contact with, um, build a friendship with and build this WrestleCast community. Um, I'm not as active uh, in the live events uh, when things happen these days, but I still go back and look at all the participation in the hashtags and you guys always hold it down. You guys get us trending and people find us each and every pay-per-view who never knew that it was black people talking about wrestling like this. So thank you to the whole WrestleCast community man we appreciate y'all so much and uh nine years down and uh on to year number 10 so we'll see what this has in store for us but i greatly appreciate each and every person who's listened to an episode downloaded an episode been on an episode and been a co-host on an episode so thank you thank you thank you very much and so for classic material Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese and the first lady of the WrestleCast, Miss Didi Jonay. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. So Cody, I'm not here to take shots. I'm not here to do any of that. I came out here face to face to congratulate you on winning those, sincerely. And Jay, man, you and I have been through a lot. I know everything you've been through. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I am happy for you that you have won those tag team championships. No, I am happy for both of you, and I really want you to know that I mean that. But... This is is the part where it gets a little complicated, a little messy, because I have to admit there's some mixed emotions here. While I do think you guys deserve those, while I think the world of both of you, I see the two of you standing there holding those titles, and I can't help but feel like it should be us holding those titles. Like I said, man, mixed emotions here. I don't have mixed emotions. I am not happy at all to see you guys with those tag titles. I don't care how hard you work to do it. I want those titles back. And you know what I'd love to do? I would love to look at you both in the eyes right now and challenge you to a tag team title match right here tonight. I know that if I do, you guys won't accept 
because Jey Uso can't handle the thought of losing those titles to us twice. Hold up, hold up, hold up, full stop. We're all friends here, or at least I think we are. Kev, I think you're wrong here because we do accept. We don't need to wait. We can do it tonight on Monday Night Raw.